What's up, you guys? Welcome to the July 13th edition of the Roto World Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I'm Mike Gallagher. Get ready to recap some of the Wednesday Summer League action, tying some stuff over the course of the week, um, what we could watch for Thursday, and so on. Maybe have some picks for, for teams that look like they may win it. Uh, again, if you don't know the, the Vegas format, 24 teams in. Basically, the, the bottom 16 teams play each other. The top eight seeds get a bye, and then the winner of that first round with those 16 teams plays the the top eight that got the, the bye. So, all those teams that won Wednesday are playing the top eight teams today, Thursday, and then, then, then it's normal. Um, you know, like a like one bracket of the final four. So Okay, so we'll talk a little bit about that. Again, we really don't care too much about who wins respect to the Bulls. The Kings, the the Warriors, the Warriors won it a couple years ago with uh, Kent Bazemore, Ian Clark was on that team, Draymond Green actually found um, a media guy when I was at that event. It was pretty cool. Okay, so yeah, let's just go through it. We'll talk about guys that impressed, if that matters, if it doesn't, guys that have been bad, if that matters and doesn't, so on. So, uh, first game of the day, upset. Uh, the Hawks were playing well. The Pelicans lost all three of their first games, but they beat them. Big reason why was Czech Diallo had a big block. Uh, he had 21 points. He's looked really good. And this is a guy that last year didn't really do much. It was more like just high screens and he wouldn't really get the ball back unless it was a bad switch or something. But this year he's posting up a ton. We saw him do this a couple times. So I think Diallo's he, he's got to be way ahead of the other guys, Agenza and Omer, man. They're, they're just not... They're just useless. I mean, there's a reason why these guys just don't. They're not. They're not good. Uh, and Czech is uh, up and comer. Barely played at Kansas, and he start started to make a splash here and there. Um, it's going to be tough to kind of drop them for fantasy because we know that Boogie and Anthony Davis are going to be super busy with minutes. Um, but yeah, he looks like he can play the 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 four and the five, and he can play next to either of those guys. So they may go pretty tight up top. And give him 13, 14 minutes a game. Um, Quinn Cook's been really good. Um, we've, he's been one of the most efficient players in Vegas. Uh, he had 26 points. He's been really lighting it up. He had four, uh, four turnovers, seven assists. I don't know if he can make the rotation. I don't really think he can. And then also, just as I'm coming on here, Zach Lowe and Woj are reporting that Rajon Rondo is meeting with the Pelicans. Which makes sense. We know that Boogie, he really likes... Rondo, he had that one report from a couple years ago where he would, quote, kidnap him to make sure that the Kings re-signed him or something. So, um, Boogie probably has a say in this. Uh, they played pretty well together. And Rondo, within probably his past five seasons, I think his time with Sacramento was his best season. Uh, the, the, they were, what, first, second, or third in pace that year. He really pushed the tempo. It's going to be tough to do that with the Pelicans. But that would obviously pretty much kill any chance Quinn Cook would have at minutes. Not that he, he's a, even a lock to make the team to begin with. Besides that, not too much. Um, yeah, we can move on. The Hawks are, there's like a, 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 probably like seven or eight teams that have like four or five guys that are going to be in the rotation. And I think if you're going to start with non-lottery players, and even lottery players too, John Collins has been really good. Um, just P&R machine. They, they love that high screen stuff with him. He just comes downhill, one dribble drives. He's done really well. He's dunking the ball like crazy. I don't. They don't track dunks at summer league, but he's got to be first. I mean, he's getting like four dunks a game. It feels like. 
Um, defense isn't quite there. He got killed in the post a little bit by Diallo. Um, he did jam on Diallo. I'm sure you've checked that out. Um, he, yeah, he posterized them for the dunk of the summer league so far. It's on my Twitter if you want to check it out. Um, yeah, I've pretty much every highlight on, on my Twitter. I, I've, uh, it's my thing. I, I love summer league. So, yeah, but John Collins, man, I mean, he's, he's got to be in the rotation, right? Usually you don't see second year players for college, non-lottery, kind of hit the ground running. I mean, even, uh, last year, Prince was a lottery pick. He didn't play until late in the season. Obviously, he did late, and he played well. well get to him in a second. But even with Ursan Ilyasova signing, uh, I think that Collins could get in there. I don't really know if he's going to be big enough to play the five because that's really the bigger hole for this team. But again, they Coach Budenholzer is okay going with a smaller five, and Collins hit a three yesterday, by the way. Um, it's just he's not going to be able to guard five, so they won't be able to put him against like a Marcus Saul or somebody who's really skilled, and or even just the big boys like Drummond and, and those guys. But his foul rate's been decent. Uh, he had five fouls yesterday. Haven't really noticed any bad trends like say Marquise Chris, who's been fouling everything with the basketball. So Collins has been fantastic. I don't know if he's quite fantasy relevant for twelve teams yet, but he's definitely on the radar. Uh, as mentioned, Tareen Prince, not quite as impressive as I want to say DeAndre Bembry's been, but Prince has looked pretty good. His defense is there. He's handling the ball more, kind of growing into This is pretty common, guys that are off-ball players, very much like Damari Carroll was for the Hawks. He's going to play some four. It looks like Prince will. Um, but, yeah, he's, he's solid. He's very fantasy relevant. I think he went... Um, Jonas and I did this like 12-team, two-man mock where we just did six teams each and alternated. It's on the site. Uh, I think I took Prince in like the seventh round, uh, which is pretty fair. I mean, he's pretty good at defensive stats, so I think Prince is a guy I definitely want to draft. Mentioned Membry. He's playing pretty much all two, and that's kind of a tip in their hand, I guess, that they're going to play him at the two a lot next year. So... um, Bembry looks pretty legit. Um, I think he's probably going to get 22 minutes or so out of the gate. Um, we know Bazemore was a little injury prone last year. Again, Prince will play probably mostly three, a little bit of four, but there should be some minutes at the three available. Just the Hawks are so gutted right now. Um, but this team's all right. I don't think I think they actually have a chance to make the playoffs uh, despite how they've lost so much. But they really need to figure out their center spot. Uh, speaking of which, Diamond Stone, um, not too impressive. He had a couple of nice highlights in Summer League, but pretty boring. 0-3 yesterday. Um, not quite the most fleet of foot. Does have a little bit of a jumper. He's got some work to do. Uh, he's a He is a big body five, so he would fit that role um, potentially as a compliment to whatever they're going to do with Plumlee or whoever. All right, so that's pretty much it for that game. Uh, another team that got smashed on. Uh, for the first three games was Denver, and they pulled off the upset against Houston. So, Summer League, man, uh, the records kind of go out the window. We've seen this before where teams don't play well in the preliminaries, and then when it's tournament time, they go off. Uh, I feel like the um, the Bulls, I feel like they weren't a top-eight seed. I could be wrong on that last year. Um, Wink Beasley kind of had a bad game. He's been pretty good. He had eight turnovers on 4-14 shooting. I think he's played his way into the rotation. Um you know they're pretty deep. He's gonna have to compete with Will Barton, and obviously Garrett Harris has his minutes locked up. They're probably gonna go with Jamal Murray and Jameer Nelson at times. So 
I don't think Beasley's totally safe, but he's done enough. He's had some really difficult shots that he's made, but probably top 10 impressive player as far as his growth. He didn't play last year in summer league because of his foot injury. Again, we talked about this in the last pod. He had 16.5 points per game in the last two games of the season. So he really showed out. Um, not Again, not a guy I would trust in fantasy as much as I, I love Denver. I've, Jamal Murray's my boy. Jokic is basically a top eight pick. Uh, I think Millsap gains value there. Garrett Harris is one of the most fantasy-friendly shooting guards in a while. I mean, he just doesn't really light it up, but so good. Uh, Torrey Craig actually played phenomenal ball yesterday. He had 27 points. He's not a lock for the roster. Uh, went to the line 11 times. He's been he's been good. Uh, he has a couple bright spots. Nothing really you can draw conclusions to. Uh, Monte Morris has been pretty solid. He had a couple really big games. Had 15 in the win. I think if I'm going to talk about first-round picks that have been disappointing, I think I'd probably start with Tyler Lydon. I, I don't really get it. I mean, maybe I'll be wrong on this, but he's... He's tall, sure. He just doesn't do anything. He doesn't like defend. He doesn't really dribble drive. I just I would I want to see a little more out of him. I don't think I'm going to see it though. Uh, okay, so Houston Zochi came out like gangbusters um, in the first game of summer league. He's really trailed off though. I'm not sure if they figured out that how to stop him on rolls or what, but he's been pretty bad. So um, not that we were really expecting him to make an impact. In the upcoming season, he's going to be in Rio Grande, the Valley Vipers, pretty much all season. But yeah, it's we hate to see that when guys have a big game and they don't really follow it up. Like um, Bam out of bios, the other end. Bam started hot, really stayed hot. Um, and I love seeing that. Uh, okay, so what else? Uh, Troy Williams has been good, but we know this. He, he kills lower levels teams all the time. So we'll see if he can. He should get a chance to be in the rotation. Not. Not someone you're going to draft in fantasy, though. Uh, okay, we can move on to um, another win for the Heat. They're 3-1. and one. Bam didn't play in this game, uh, so nothing really too big for the Heat as far as noteworthy performances. Uh, I thought that uh, A.J. Hammonds looked okay. Um, he had a 3. Another guy who can shoot it a little bit. Uh, other than that, it's pretty boring. Uh Lamont Murray Jr. balling like his daddy. Uh, he had a pretty good game. Uh, 17 points. Nothing really else to talk about here. Again, we'll, we should see Bam today on, on Thursday. Washington, uh, probably one of the worst teams in Vegas. Uh, I like Chris McCullough when he was with the Nets, but it was more about the system because of pace and how they had no power forward depth before the Booker deal last year. Uh, and then obviously they just got rid of Justin Hamilton, but he hasn't really done anything. They they dumped him in the Bohan deal. Um, so yeah, um, stinks. I wish he played better. He was, if you remember the his rookie season, late in his rookie season, he was like a steel machine. He was one of the best steals per minute guys, uh, power forward because of that system. But anyways, yeah, nothing really else. Uh, Sheldon Max slash Sheldon McClellan been okay. Um, you know, we saw him start a little bit when Bradley Beal and John Wall were a little dinged up earlier in the season. Jared Cunningham trying to play his way into a roster. Nothing really going on there. All right, we'll move on to. I'm glad the Warriors won. They were 0 3 in the prelims, but they got a win. Pat McCaw. I mean, for a team that has Pat McCaw, who's probably a top five player in this tournament, 
got 26. He killed, man. Um, he's good. He's really, really good. And you got to love a guy who makes significant, not significant, but he was getting minutes. He was in a rotation in the finals uh, for one of the best teams ever, right? And he's out there balling, putting in the work, man. You love that. Uh, Jordan Bell is really good. Um, I mean, I think it's pretty clear he's already passed Damian Jones. Kevon Looney may not even make the team. Yeah, Bell's, Bell's sneaky, man. Um, uh, I think he can play the five, especially with the Warriors system. Really strong on the glass. Uh, I, I thought he defended the post pretty well. Um, really nice rolls to the basket as well. I mean, he just fits the system so nicely. So, I mean, it was just, what do you do in Chicago? Trading tra- $3.5 You need that. Um, they could definitely use a guy like Jordan Bell as much as they've been trying to figure out power forward with uh, Bobby Portis kind of falling on his face and uh, Laurie Markkinen kind of hit and miss. Uh, we'll get to the Bulls, I guess. Um, yeah, nothing really else going on for those boys. Minnesota, another team that was, I guess you could call them lackluster. They didn't really do too much. Um, they don't have a lot of talent uh, as far as just, I mean, Pretty much their entire roster isn't going to be in the rotation. So we'll just skip it. <laughs> All right, so Utah went 0-4. Donovan Mitchell didn't play. Mitchell's looked good, though. Uh, he did tail off a little bit. He kind of got a little shot happy. Uh, he was taking some tough shots, but that's fine. I mean, we've seen guys do that. I always bring up CJ McCollum, a guy that started out chucking and really fine-tuned his way his next summer league. So, yeah, I mean... Really can't complain about what Donovan Mitchell did. Top five performance. Um, probably the best. I Actually, Collins may have passed him. Um, Collins' game was so good yesterday. Uh, even though they didn't get the win. <sighs> Alright, so what else? Not much else doing. Uh, I thought Eric Griffin's played pretty well. Uh, he's not a guy you're going to really trust for fantasy. But, yeah, thought he played well. Um, not really the most skilled guy, but he's really athletic. He had a couple big dunks. Been solid, so uh, the Suns, another team. They're them and the Kings are probably the most fantasy relevant team out there. Um, again, Marquise Chris, probably is as solid as the stat line was: thirteen points, two blocks, a steal, only one foul uh, in twenty-four minutes. That was the big highlight. Uh, he's got to keep his fouls down, man. I, I love Marquise Chris this year. I think he's going to have a huge season. Again, they're playing him at the center spot. I think they want to do that. I think they're going to drop Tyson Chandler's minutes even more. They still have Alan Williams. But they'll figure out how to get Chris, I think, 28, 29 minutes out of the gate, um, potentially up to the thir- low 30s, 31, 32. Again, to hit 31 minutes, he has to keep his fouls down. Um, for his for as frequently as he fouls, if he plays 31 minutes at that rate, he's going to get out of the game pretty fast. Josh Jackson looks good. Um, cleaned up on the glass. 15 boards. Really aggressive. You could see why Watson did say he wants to play him 1-5. through five. I mean, he has a lot of versatility to his game. Not quite the best jump shooter yet. He's not really three-point range ready, I don't think. That could happen. But, yeah, I mean, he, he is another guy that's going to take advantage of this system. They really want to push the ball. Um, there's the Eric Bledsoe rumors that are popping up, so that'll make some more shots go around. We know the Suns aren't trying. They're not going to send anyone else. They're in full rebuild mode, and this seems going to be a lot of fun um, with how much youth is out there. Jogan Bender, pretty solid game from him. Uh, he was 18 points. He's been playing pretty well. I mean, you love his range. He's kind of the, the opposite of Jackson. He's got a little more size, 
Um, not as much as a, a good defender, but he's got range, man, and they are really going to use him to open up the floor and help this team get in the lane with Ulis and I don't think Knight's going to be in the rotation. Uh, TJ Warren's not much of a, a three-point shooter either, although his his shot's ugly, but it works, though. You know, he makes some money shot 40% two years ago. Um, okay. So I think that's pretty much... Oh, Mike James, man. Uh, Mike James is probably playing his way onto the roster, it sounds like. Uh, he had a tweet late last night that uh, it was about European team... Like he, Someone brought up um, how a lot of players are leaving Europe, which is true. We saw Udo come over today. Um, Bogdan, James himself. He was So he tweeted out that Europe needs to respect their players a little bit more, treat them better, I guess I should say. So thought that, I guess that what I'm, what I'm getting at is I think he thinks he's going to make the team um, to, to tweet that out. To, you know, you don't want to burn your bridges, as my mom and dad have always told me. I'm sure yours too. Okay, so Kangs? Kangs. Um, Kings won. They another team that was 0 and 3. Uh, they snapped out of it and they did it without Darren Fox. Darren Fox, swipe of the fox. He he's been swiping, man. He's been picking up the steals. I'm I'm hoping that he plays Lonzo Ball because um, they're on this. I think if they each win their next two games, they'll meet in the semis. If that's right. Um, that'd be fun. Uh, I would love to see that matchup, uh, especially with how if you missed it. When the news came out that Lonzo wasn't going to play against the Kings, uh, Fox put out the head slap emoji. <laughs> it was really good. Uh, so Papa G, George's Papa Giannis, really good game. Cleaned up on the glass. I thought he did a uh, solid job defensively as well. Um, definitely one of his best games. Again, this guy's been pretty much a flop in summer league for almost almost every game. But good for him. Uh, Scalabissier, another they, they beat up inside. They played really well up front. Um, that was kind of the plan with uh, their backcourt not playing well. Justin Jackson, who was hot early, only finished 2 of 14. Um, I, I think Jackson could get in the rotation, but we'll see. Uh, Frank Mason got hurt. That stunk, especially when Darren Fox wasn't playing. But they pieced it together um, they, to get the win, so that was big. Not much else there. Yeah, I don't think Papa Jonas is quite ready for consistent minutes. Um, we'll see. You would think that Zebo is going to be ahead of him, um, and you would think Collie Stein's ahead of him too. So um, I don't know. I'm not sure what the Kings are doing yet, but you know they're going to have a young roster. They're going to play George Hill next to De'Aaron Fox a lot. We've seen George Hill really thrive as an off-ball guy, so that's fine. Um, and Fox probably is more ball-dominant. But you could tell that their identity, they want to be a little bit faster, especially with all the youth on that team, despite them going for Vince Carter and George Hill and Zebo. Okay, so Bucks, Don Maker didn't play. Um, not too much going on. Rashawn Vaughn, really been carrying the offense. He's been facilitating. I'm not sold um, at all. So, um, yeah, there's nothing, nothing really to this. Uh, I thought Sterling Brown's been pretty good. It's not as athletic as his brother Shannon. Let ShannonDunk.com. DJ Wilson's been pretty solid. Um, the versatility is legit. Uh, you could tell that that's a thing for the Bucs. They like to have a lot of length and guys who can do a lot of different things. So I thought he's played pretty well. He's kind of lived up to the billing. Not, I don't think he's going to be in the rotation out of the gate, though. <sighs> okay, we can move on. Let's see. Yeah, we're flying. We're pretty good. All right, so we got the Bulls. 
They are not going to repeat, you guys. Uh, they uh, are out, uh, finishing one and three in embarrassing fashion. Uh, hopefully everything's okay, but a lot of their players, Chris Dunn for personal reasons, Cameron Payne, Cameron Payne, man. I don't, I don't even know what to say. Um, marketing didn't play yesterday. I don't even know. Um, Zipster got hurt. Uh, anyways, like it's a the um, there's a big baseball trade today. If you guys are into that, uh, the Cubs and the White Sox made a trade. Um, what the? I'll be quick on this. The Cubs gave up the number eight prospect by MLB.com and their number two prospect pitcher for Jose Quintana. So this is a big trade. Um, yeah, I love I love baseball. Anyways, uh, rambling. So. I mean, there's nothing really going on here. Uh, Val- I thought Valentine was disappointing. He has to be in the rotation. Um, there was talk that Zach Levine is going to be ready for camp. I don't buy that. And Casey Johnson is probably my most respected beat writer. Um, he does amazing work. Uh, he kind of hinted that, like, oh, yeah, they're going to be conservative about it. So um, still pump the brakes on Levine. I probably wouldn't draft him in fantasy until like round 10 something if you have an IR spot maybe a little earlier but ACL tears for re- rebuilding teams we know this drill it's not quite as bad as the Sixers with Nerlens and so forth but you know that they're going to take it easy on Levine in his first season there uh, so yeah um, I thought Chris Walker had a couple real nice plays had um, some dunks had a nice block looked pretty good um, not much else there I don't think uh, Portland, layman's terms. Uh, he played a fantastic game, 22 points. Big reason why they won. Looks good. Uh, again, probably got a decent chance at minutes. Uh, we we kind of thought that the Blazers were going to do some things, right? There was talk about them dumping Harkless and unloading some of those picks to shed some contracts, Evan Turner, whatever. Didn't happen, so Jake's still got some work to do. But he's showing out. I mean, he's played pretty well. Um, we saw him do well in Vegas last year, too. So... Solid. Uh, Caleb Swanigan, one of the easiest guys to root for. I'm not sure if you guys are familiar. Basically, um, grew up homeless at times. Didn't really have a family. Um, he had a big weight problem. He was really overweight. And he's good, man. Um, got some range, hitting some threes. Uh, strong rebounder. Uh, little inside-outside game. Post-up game. Um, got some stuff going down. So, we know Nurk. As much as we love Nurk Alert and Nurk Fever... He's not the most consistent guy at staying on the court. So we may see Swanigan get some minutes at some point. Uh, Jarnell Stokes, I thought, played pretty solid. Cleanup on the glass, too, 18 and 17. Um, so Bulls missing shots. That means there's going to be some rebounds available. Okay, so last game. And it was a good one. And it was the highlight of the day. And that was Mr. Big Ballabrand, um, who quite... Comically, did not wear the big ballers, the ZO2s, man. He was wearing some Kobe's, and he went crazy. He went off for one of the best games in Summer League, I thought. 36 points, 11 dimes, 8 rebounds, 5 steals, 2 blocks, 6 turnovers, 2 fouls, 3 threes, 9 of 12 from the line, 12 of 22 from the field. Really, really up-tempo game, just running up and down. Um, a lot of nice ball fakes on drives, and he was just in the zone. Um I'm not sure if it was because of Larry Drew, too, isn't the best defender or what, but props must be given to Lonzo, who started out terrible. What was he, 2 of 15 from 3 to start? Couldn't buy a bucket, had the triple-double. 
this line is so much better than the triple double. Uh, he was just he carried it. What he had twenty eight, I want to say, in the second half, just everything. Again, he had mid range, and he had what what was his early on. It was he would panic. He would get in the lane, and he would freak out from the trees that are out there. You know that whole cliche. But he's finished. He finished really well, um, and he knew how to get guys out of position, defenders. That is. Um, so yeah, Lonzo looks legit. Um, it looked like I know I hate to flip flop, but it looked like Dennis Smith Jr. was kind of passing him for a fantasy pick. They're both going to be really busy, but Lonzo showed he he can do it. Um, again, we want to see him do it again. He does have that minor groin injury, so hopefully he does play today. And again, I hope that he I hope I hope the Lakers make a run. Uh, this team's a lot of fun. Zubats he played another great game. He's been pretty good. Uh, it's too bad that. Brooks around, uh, but Zubat's saying they'll still probably be 29-19 split Brooks way. So, I mean, Zubat's can, can kind of do some things. Um, what else? Uh, Kyle Kuzma, solid again. 13 points, 12 rebounds. Another guy, just a, a complete game. Uh, roll man, threes. He's shooting the ball a lot. Fat passing the ball, had four assists. It's been great. Uh, great pickup for them. Uh, as much as... Losing D.A.R., D'Angelo Russell, stinks, and, and it was a bit of a, a panic move, and uh, I don't, I still think the Nets won that trade if I had to pick a winner, but it was, you know, win-win. Uh, they had to get that Moscow deal off the books, and they chose to do it there, and they paid more than they probably should have, but hey, you had to do it, and they did it. And Lonzo's playing well. Um, we've seen Josh Hart, who's hurt. He's played pretty well. Um, so yeah, so it's not, it's not all bad. <laughs> What else? That's pretty much it for these guys. I think Thomas Thomas Bryant's played pretty well. Alex Caruso has been friggin' awesome. He just got a two-way deal uh, as I'm recording this. Oh, yeah. Uh, I love Jonah Bolden. I think that second-round picks, he's up there for most impressive guys. Um, dude's a freak, man. Um, real bouncy. He's got a range. Great presence on blocking shots weak side. Uh, I think Jonah Bolden's pretty legit. Again, he's not going to get minutes. The Sixers are loaded. Um, but, I mean, if Embiid goes down and Okafor gets traded, I could see him backing up Rashawn Holmes and getting, you know, 18 minutes. Um, again, he's, he's a great fit for that team. With, uh, with kind of a, He's not as good as Embiid, just to make that clear. But similar kind of games. You know, they both have range. They both, um, you know, can protect the paint on, on both on-ball and weak side. So he's a nice fit in there. Uh, TLC's been a little disappointing. He has uh, been kind of a scrub. No, he's just kidding. But he'll be in the rotation. We all know that. Firkin A. Uh, he had a great game. Firkin Corksmas. He had 19 points. Um, had a couple big shots. Uh, had a beautiful bounce pass. Uh, that was one of my favorites. Two-handed bounce pass over his head. It was great. Uh, he's, he looks pretty good. He's going to probably be in the rotation, obviously, with J.J. Redick in the mix. His shot opportunities go way down. But um, they brought him over for a reason. Uh, again, well done for the Sixers to draft and stash and have all their ammunition ready to go this year, or most of it. All right, so that's it. Longer pod than I thought. No surprise. I love Summer League. So we'll do either one tomorrow or after the Friday Constellation Games. I'm not sure how that's going to go down, but figure it out. Um, so you guys take care. Enjoy the Summer League Games. And also, again, check out that mock draft I posted. Uh, it's on rotorworld.com. It's the first seven rounds. Again, Jonas and I are doing kind of alternating picks. 
it's fun. Um, so yeah, check that out. Let me know what you think. Um, any questions or anything like that. Uh, we haven't done like a, a question pod in a while, so we'll probably do that at some point soon. Okay, so thanks again, and we'll talk to you soon.